0: Guys, what's going on, man? Welcome back to another Arsenio Buck Show, and oh my goodness, I have finally achieved greatness. Guys, after 14 months, I am proudly, I I can proudly say that I have overcome all odds out here in Thailand. Guys, for those of you who have been following me a long time, for my folks out there in Finland, First and foremost, man, big shout-out to all of you. I cannot pronounce the city name that you are in. And for those of you listening to me on Alexa devices, thank you so much, man. It is good, and it feels damn good to be heard on an Alexa device. But with that being said, just big shout out to everyone who's listening to me. I'm talking about from Mexico to Brazil to the Philippines to the this to the that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, for those of you who have been following me for at least a couple of months, you guys will have heard or you guys would have heard already, oh my God, I used almost the wrong tense, that I had some problems with my visa, the immigration, the this to that, and you know what? God damn it, there were days that I wanted to give up. But I told myself, I said, until they tell me and to get the hell out of this country, I will not give up. Guys, the visa situation out here is crazy as hell already, but I'm just trying to refer it back to you guys by saying, you know what? A lot of you give up on the littlest things. There are times that I wanted to give up on life. That was five years ago, and that's because times had got hard or had gotten hard, whatever you want to call it, and I let the opinions of others get the hold of me. I let the people who judge me through email saying, sorry, we do not hire you because of da-da-da-da-da-da. And you already know that story. I let all of that get the best of me. And to this day, I remember being at that airport at the end of April. Just a pat. Now I'm talking about two months ago. And they said, you know what? Come over here. And the lady looked at me like I was a low, down, dirty thug. She thought I was a drug dealer. I said, don't you ever look at me like that again, you nasty son of a bitch. I went over to the corner and I told her, it, what the hell are you guys doing? I'm done with this shit. She said, oh, you've been coming in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out all the goddamn time. I said, yes. Well, what's the problem? She says, well, you know what? For your own safety, you need to get the proper visa to stay in this country. I said, you know what? Give me my goddamn visa. I'm going to get out of here and I'm going to get that. And so she did. And of course, I'm paraphrasing. We would all love this to happen the way (laughs) I would have loved for that to happen the way, uh, you know, the way I just recited it out loud. But I went home and you know what? I got all the proper documentation. I was worried as hell. I was talking to this visa agency. They were telling me to do this. It was kind of like Eric Thomas when he was getting ready to graduate. And these goddamn professors were saying, you know what? I don't think you're going to graduate. I don't think you're going to do this. You know what? You have to do this. You don't have this document. You haven't had this prepared. You didn't get this. All All these ridiculous ass things come up. And so they did over the last 60 days. But you know what? I promised to myself. I said, at the end of the day, I will get my visa. No questions asked. So, After getting everything done, boom, the day came. I had to go there. Now, remember, I had to hire a visa agency, which is far more pricey. But you know what? I'm in good hands when I hire them. So I got there to this line on a Wednesday. always go there in the middle of the week because if you go there on a Monday or Friday, you are 500 people deep. I was only 150 deep, 145 to be precise. And me and this lady, as you guys can hear, I have a – man, calm down. These people over here sending me messages. You need to calm down. Anyways, you guys understand why my energy is up because I'm actually doing this in the morning. But anyways – and I just got off the treadmill. But anyways, so I was 145 deep. Okay, I had to stand in the queue. Not too bad. The other lady that, of course, the visa agency, she was 128. We met up with each other. She said, "Okay, our city. this is the process. I need to change your residency. After that, we're going to go to counter C. We need to switch you from the visa you have now to a non B. This should be easy. So we went up to the lady. We got the residency quick. She paid the fine quick. I'm sitting down. We're chatting it up. We're talking about a lot of different things. We finally go into counter C. Guys, I'm just going to do a little bit of foreshadowing here. Six years ago, I went to that same counter. I saw that same lady. Not the lady that we were actually talking to, but it was another lady. And I was like, oh my God, I saw her six years ago. She's still here. These government workers, they do not play. They stay where they are for as long as humanly possible. And guys, keep in mind, bear in mind that over to my left, about two, about 15 meters, is the demonic demon that I don't have to see any longer. But anywho. We went over here, and the lady, she didn't say anything. She was just making comments. She was looking through the pages, the papers, no eye contact. She was talking in a condescending tone to my visa agency lady. I said, Oh, typical bitch. And you know what? I mean, it's just how it is out here in Thailand. These government officials, they want to act all cool and stuff like they got all that bullshit ass power. And then she said something. She marked something, and I said, Oh, hell no. Because guess what? If something would have happened that day, I would have had to go to Cambodia at the border, pray to get another visa, come back here and prolong this for another goddamn month. I'm telling you guys, they make us run in circles out here. But I said, to hell with that. She said, listen, Arseny, I just got to get some copies. You go on ahead, sit out here. She got those copies. We went back in, but there was a guy. There was a white guy right before me. Nonetheless, it doesn't matter if he was white or black, but the way I was looking at him and the way she, you know, he was the lady. She wasn't even talking or anything or this or that. And I was like, oh, of course, she's going to treat him like royalty. But anyways, I said, to hell with that. Let's sit back down. And she nodded. And we went back in to sit back down. And next thing you know, she went through. She started stamping everything else. I said, yeah, that's right, bitch. You stamp it. Stamp it, bitch. And I say that with no pun intended, but this lady was malicious. She is the definition of malice. This is how it is out here in Bangkok, Thailand. But you know what? She said, Mina Mesa Pusapa. I said, "Uh uh-oh. She just said March, April, and May in Thai. I said, here we go. What's going on? She went over. She got another application. The application, the same one with the guy right before me and next thing you know the visa agency i looked over to her i was like don't worry that's not ours she's like i know it's the guy that was before us and then next thing you know all that stress and all that like oh my god what's gonna happen it went away because the visa agency she used that as a gambit to ask the lady "Uh uh-oh did something happen and then the lady just opened up and said yeah, the guy before me, he has an expired Ministry of, legu- of, of Education letter, whatever that bullshit means, right? I'm telling you, they let you, they make you dump, jump through all these goddamn bullshit-ass hoops, okay? But nonetheless, she opened up that application. I saw his picture. She called him. She was like, hey, uh, immigration officer, Thai people, come back, come back. And I'm like, okay, all right. And I said, ooh, I, we can use this as a niche to make her calm the fuck down. You know what I mean? Excuse my French. And so – The lady, so this particular guy was from a famous college out here. It's called Bangkok Christian. It's an all-boys school. I I have taught people from this particular school. It's literally three, four stations away. I run by this school when I go on my city runs. Nonetheless, the lady, the administration of the school, she was telling her, oh, he's got an expired Ministry of Education letter. We can't do it. We're canceling. Here's the money. And she was like, oh, law. That means really? And yeah, you know what? Because of this situation happened, I was so grateful. I feel really bad for him because he's going to have to, like, leave the country, come back, and hope. It's just a goddamn mess. But at the same time, he – or, you know, at the same time, that actually helped my present situation because that lady opened up with talking about things. And that lady even talked to me. She made eye contact. She was like, you have to have at least 60 days in the Ministry of Education letter. You cannot come three months after. It doesn't work like that. And she started conversing with the, uh, the visa agency later, the lady. And then, you know, I only have 15 days left on my visa. And, of course, here in Thailand, you have to have 15 days left to transfer all this bullshit. But the lady opened up, and she was just so nice afterwards. And I was like, well, there it is. Fantastic. And so there I did. Or there I went. I got up, and she said, okay, see you June 27th, June 27th, 15 days later. Got to get the stamp. But nonetheless, guys, this stamp will enable me to no longer take these ridiculous ass trips, these ridiculous ass visa run trips. And I will not get, I I will not have that sense of, I will not be scared anymore in terms of getting my visa either. Why? Because once I get my, well, not get my visa, but once I come into the airport, anytime I come into the airport, my blood pressure goes up. I get stressed. The The anxiety kicks in. Why? Because obviously, I need to go to the right immigration officer and pray that he'll let me in the country. But now, all I have to do is just get another thing that they actually charge us for, which is a reentry permit. So when I come back into the country, I'm going to say, it's on that page. You got the visa number. Shut the fuck up. Give me my stamp and let me go. If he says one thing, I'm going to blow up and give up my face full of nigga. You know what I'm saying? So with all that being said, guys, there have been times that I've wanted to give up. There are times that you want to give up. On situations, you 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 don't understand how stressful this situation is. To get a visa in this country, to get a work permit, to get this, to get that, and to always worry, wondering if these immigration officers who actually look for any uh, undesirables, aka black people, it's really fucked up how they do people here. But they just say, "Do you have any black teacher here? Hey, you, where you from? You from Ghana? Come with me. You go to immigration for the next one hundred years. I promise you, this is how it is out here." I'm sure they do this in other countries, but hey, I said, you know what, give me the proper documentation so anytime I travel, I could travel with no problems, and when I come back into the country, I'm going to give him that bullshit-ass copy, whatever you want to call it, and I'm going to say, hurry up and give me my goddamn passport back or I'm going to blow a lid off this motherfucking place. baby, that's how we do it, I'm grateful, I'm grateful that I've never given up in the wake of so much bullshit that has happened in my life, especially in the process of getting all this bullshit-ass documentation, there's a lot of bullshit and a lot of fucks that were dropped in this podcast, I do, and I do apologize for all my kids out there, but for the folks over there, or the folks out there who are listening to me over the age of 18, it's all good, it's all dandy, I'm grateful, and you know what, now that that's finished, I can breathe. <laughs> you have no idea. That was 14 months. And I remember the first time I had come back for the first time um, after I canceled my visa, they were already questioning me. And of course, it was a woman. She's like, What are you doing here? She was asking me ridiculous ass questions. And I'm like, Motherfucker, I just finished a V. I was so angry. But you know what? I went a year, I went a year before they actually said, oh, oh, oh and all that bullshit at the airport, and now I'm going to stick it in their face, because every time I come, I'm going to stand there with my arms crossed, and I'm going to look at them like, you better hurry up and give me my goddamn passport before I go straight nigga mode up in here. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, guys, whoo! So grateful, so grateful, so grateful. I'm thankful, I'm thankful for all my listeners. I'm thankful for everyone who has tuned in with me. Guys, now we can start focusing on the big. We can focus on the Japan, the Egypt, the Estonia. We can focus on Bali. We can focus on the Arsenio Buck Foundation. We can focus on creating content in terms of my pillars and going out to different schools around Thailand and Vietnam. I'm hoping to kick this bad boy off with the Vietnam trip and boy, we got so many things that will be coming your way. I'm grateful for all of you who have stay with me for so long. And you guys have heard these processes for so long. Guys, you're going to have to jump through hoops. You're going to have to do the hula hoop. You're going to have to do probably one, one KM, uh, uh, one, one kilometer, uh, what is it? Back, backstroking bullshit in the pool, whatever you want to call it. It's going to take an arm and a leg to get where you want to get. But once you do and you get all that net, all the mundane task out of the way. You can start focusing on what's important in life. So, guys, thank you, and get ready for the madness that's about to happen. I'm your host, Arsenio. As usual, stay tuned for more. Over and out.